We've got the fancy music. Fancy intro music. Fancy intro. That's how we start. Anyway, yeah. welcome to Freedom Burrito. Welcome to Freedom Burrito. Episode... Four now, isn't it? Quattro. I know I Italian. Mean, was the 3.5. It was 3.5. Wasn't uploaded. Doesn't really matter. At this rate, it'll come Pretend up. we never said that. <laughs> Alright, so we're up to episode four now, and today's a special episode, I'd say. Very, very special episode of Freedom Burrito today. We actually got a live audience for live audience. the camera right now. Oh. Yeah, that's our people. Sick. Brave Conference 2019. It's been plugged in the previous episodes, but we're here right now. It has been so good. For sure, yeah. It's been great. The weekend, you know, there's so many things happen. God's oh. made his way through the weekends for sure. So yeah. yeah, it's been good as. So good. And also, you may have noticed, second camera, what? Yeah. Can we give a hand for Levi? Just, just, he's been a legend. Thanks a lot, Levi. So, we appreciate it. So, who do we have on this episode of the podcast, Jay? Well, he's been preaching Friday night, and he's preached this morning. But let's welcome him up, Pastor David Dolan. Yeah! Take the mic. (laughs) I don't think it's on. There's like a button at the bottom. You gotta press underneath the. Very complicated stuff, these microphones. Hey. There we go. go. The suspense. (laughs) Everything. In the room and on the interwebs. They're watching us now live and it's great. Across the world. What's up, guys? Yeah. We could be in the future right now. (laughs) Whoa. We could. Or we in the past. Mind blown. Like, <laughs> Damn, we're already starting with something what, what new just, here. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Next level stuff here. Wow. All right, so let's do it with our traditional I just, ways. I just realized some of these people might not even know what Freedom Burrito is. Oh. Do you want to like quickly explain what this is, Jay? Yeah, Freedom Burrito. Really yeah. Damn. Wow. All right, so Freedom Burrito <laughs> is a... Is our podcast series, me and Josiah here as our hosts, and we're, we're just doing something different for our youth. Like, we want a di- whole new outreach way. Like, you have youth groups in church, which hits the younger people, but then I feel like podcasts can hit another level. You know, any generations, they can know yeah. what's, what's happening with youth groups. Ours is mostly happening. aimed at teenagers, but, like, anyone yeah. can take anything out of it, which for is sure. great. That's the best part of it. But yeah, it's all about the outreach to different places so they can know what happens in Australia, down under. Yeah. Yeah, boy. But what's the uh, burrito part? Like, what's the burrito? <laughs> okay. Like so, so what happened was... Spicy burrito? We yes, were, you got I reckon it's pretty spicy, not going to lie. Okay. I literally cool. went on to like a, like a, one of those like podcast name generators. Yeah. And I literally typed, it was like, what's the top of your podcast? I was like, oh, freedom. And then it was like, free, the freedom burrito. I was like, sounds pretty good. Wow. And I yeah. feel like it's just dripping with the anointing, right? Yeah. yeah. Spicy like content. God will use anything. For sure. Yeah. But cool. that's another message. Even a <laughs> burrito. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get straight into this, eh? Back let's. to normal traditions. We uh, like to ask our guests to give a you know, short testimony about how they got to know God and then how to get, they got to where they're at in their youth group or whatever. So yeah. introduce yourself, yeah. Dave. Take it All away. Right. Well, uh, for everyone in the room and everyone playing along at home, uh, my name is uh, Dave Doolan. I uh, originate from uh, Bendigo, the, uh, the Bendigo, if you would. 
um, <laughs> where I was uh, born and raised from a young age um, and um, basically grew up in church, um, sometimes went home too, but um, apart from that, yeah, literally since I was born. Um, I think for myself, um, faith kind of got a little bit real, probably like as a teenager, um, when kind of coming into youth ministry and kind of, um, I think it was probably around age 14 when things kind of like um, had that decision to make about like where basically what I wanted to do with my life and stuff. And I think it was uh, through having solid friendships, through having great leadership, an incredible youth pastor and a uh, culture and a um, community where there was belonging and acceptance and where I was able to explore my faith and ask questions as well as have like that in great influence um, that literally kind of um, yeah every Saturday night our youth ministry was called Uproar um, and was like nice. yeah, the, yeah and it was spelled U-P-R-A-W so it was like an uproar but like raw like very Whoa, cool in the that's, 2000s that that's was deep. like that was like cutting edge. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, and so, um, yeah, I think it was from there. Um, I remember different encounters with God. I remember the first time was at a, like a Youth Alive meeting where I like really made a conscious decision about wanting to be real with my faith. And then um, I think it was just constantly like different times that God would stir my heart for things. Um, I originally like probably had a dream of wanting to uh, be an actor or have my own talk show. That was probably like the, what I really wanted to go for. And all throughout high school, I was basically aiming to be in the entertainment industry somehow. Um, so that was kind of what I was looking for. And then, um, yeah, so looking to study acting or do something like that. But then I remember like through just my heart being stirred, doing things in my own high school, running uh, like different lunchtime festivals and basically any opportunity to really plug um, God and our youth ministry and really reach out to those around. I think it was by probably about year 12, I remember like probably as at a Planet Shakers conference and responding to the call of God and knowing that that's what I really want to do with my life and really go after that. And I remember afterwards just kind of um, sitting there and then like, like the altar call had finished and was done and stuff and was moving people talking about what was happening for lunch. And I remember just could not stop crying. I was literally like the tears kept going, like the waterworks, there was a mess, there was snot, there was tears and everything. And then my youth pastor seen me and she's like, oh no. I'm like, what? She's like, oh, this is bad. I'm like, what is it? And she's like, God's got you nailed. And I'm like, oh. And she's like, you're going to be ruined for anything else. And I'm like, oh. And then I remember like literally from that Arvo onwards, I remember there was just something in me where I knew that that was what I wanted to do, like, call, like the, pursue the call of God in my life and serve God in ministry and within the church and beyond and stuff. And so, yeah, and then from there really continued to outwork my faith in kind of um, taking on more opportunities. I remember I think it's a year after high school, I did an internship through a local church as well as serving in a local high school, really focusing on running high school ministry. I think that was always my passion was like not so much, well, I loved our youth ministry, but really taking it outside the four walls and doing our different lunchtime programs and outreach stuff and camps and stuff with uh, those from outside and organizing buses getting guys to youth so that was really real focus and then yeah I remember a couple of years later stepping into uh, taking over as youth pastor um, 
and yeah, that's kind of really been my thing. And then along the journey, obviously, um, having different seasons of like, uh, there was a season where I actually completely stepped out of ministry and leadership and really had a time of study and like back at Bible college. And I think it was in that time of like these two years of really asking some big questions, re-exploring basically throwing out my whole foundations of like, why do I believe this? Where's this come from? What do I just believe this? Because this is what I've been told to believe. What do I want to do? And as in that time, I feel like I kind of did a bit of a 180 where I was like kind of threw everything out, like kind of like to start afresh of like, what do I believe? And then kind of landed in a similar spot, but kind of then knew exactly why I believed, why I believed that and where that had come from and formed my own convictions. And yeah. So, so good. Is that good? Yeah, it's yeah, good. Does that work? Yeah, that's fine. It's mostly true. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> mostly. Ooh. Eighty. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's legit. Yeah. That's, all, that's all we need. Yeah. It's yeah, good. Cool. No. It's so good. Thanks cool. For that. Um, so, this whole um, what we're doing right now, what we're going to transition into now, is like a bit of a Q and A session for our conference for our audience. I think our uh, numbers up on the screen. The numbers Ooh. up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if, if they're you great wanna, numbers. Yeah, they are great. Pretty <laughs> snazzy numbers up there. I yeah. There's um a mobile phone number up there. Text it uh, with your questions. This is to the audience out there, not to you guys on camera. I Sorry, don't think guys. they can see it at all. Yeah, they probably won't be able to see it. Imagine like getting an upload and then you just come from this random from Spain. He's like, "Yo, how's it going?" But in Spanish, I don't know how to say it, but. Hola. Hola. I don't know what else it's saying. Yeah, yeah. Hola. Hola. Yeah, that's yeah, sort of Spanish, anyway, I know. You guys don't be able to, but the, our audience, live audience back there, will be able to message that number with their questions. So it, it keeps them in like a secret area that if they can't really speak publicly about it, they want to share it. Privately. Eventually, we'll like head down, we'll come and ask if, if you want to ask a question, but not now. So if you, if you, if you want to ask a question, think of it now either send it through but there will also be an opportunity for us to head down and have a chat do you reckon is do you reckon calling the um podcast burrito do you reckon is that specifically to reach out to spanish people was that your <laughs> intention from the beginning or uh, like, maybe um, hi spanish people that would be pretty cool probably uh, say hola that'll I can help say hola. yeah I yeah. can sing a little bit of the part in Take It All in Spanish. Does that count? I feel like you're losing the Spanish, guys. You're yeah, gonna, okay. Oh, we we want to Catch you later, them. Spain. How's oh. <laughs> Bye. Anyway, so um, I reckon we'll get... We'll start with some questions between us first. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to relate more to youth ministry-based because that's how we want to relate to our young well, people. Well, yeah, youth ministry and just teenagers in general, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cool. So, as a youth leader, well, youth pastor, my bad. As a youth pastor, <laughs> yeah. what, do you, what type of struggles do you really face and, like, how do you over, overcome those struggles? Cool. Um, basically, because I'm a youth pastor, I don't have struggles. Um, so, that's kind of the best part that, like, I'm a leader and a pastor and it means that once you hit that level... Um, struggles stop and you kind of um, have it all worked out. So um, I hope that some of you one day will be able to reach that. L no, not really. Jokes. <laughs> jokes. Um, I feel like it's kind of, there's probably that level of like um, 
there's probably a certain sense of like this um, expectation thinking that you need to have it all together and thinking through sounds like the building's about to implode if in case you're watching online um, it's been real um, is the rapture happening I don't know oh no great that's a good chance to deal with any undealt with sin anyway <laughs> um, but basically I, I think sometimes I've just kind of being able to um, yeah, understand that like you don't need to have it together all the time and to be able to that still there is those still wrestles and like um, like obviously as like in leadership there's a certain element of like needing to be above reproach and that um, like leading young people integrity and all of that stuff but it doesn't mean that there's still not like struggles and wrestles and um, working stuff out it just means kind of like having the safe space to do that and yep. why it's so important I think definitely keeping that uh, your relationship with God fresh and really making that space for it because like there's that element of always needing to there's you're always going to be um, giving out and always going to be um, needing to be ready to um, basically I don't know, help people or to be able to help people with where they're at. And so unless um, I've got my stuff together to a certain point and make sure that I'm kind of like good with God, then that's going to be a struggle or going to be like ministering out of a bad place. Uh, I think the other thing with that, it can be also like remembering that like just because of elite being in leadership or a title and stuff like I still just as much need to have that space of getting into God of like kind of digging deep and making that a priority because um, that doesn't that never changes and um, yeah nice cool is that good yeah that's good yeah that's cool good. do you have a question because the, the phone's actually going off the phone's going off it's lots of questions okay uh, wait uh, we've, we've got a pre-written question here yeah. Um, good. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Either. We've got a pre-written question. Yes. Okay. You <laughs> have an interpretation of that one, please. Uh, we have a pre-written question. Okay. Pre-written okay. question. It's a it's a bit of a interesting topic. Um, I'm what ready. age is it appropriate to start dating? Ooh. 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 Here we go. Controversial. Oh, controversial. Very around young people too. What age is it appropriate to start dating? Um, well, fifties, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Josiah, um, how long have you liked this girl for? It's <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, a very, very vulnerable, <laughs> the vulnerable position. But this is a safe space, this and is a very um, safe space. yeah, is she uh, like? Have you known her very long? And secondly, is she a Christian? And thirdly. Are her parents okay with it? <laughs> like, I feel like these are some of the real questions they we are should be asking. Guys, catch you later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. We can chat about this later. Um, Good start. Number no. three. <laughs> well, um, for whoever it is that has uh, pre-written that question I was for, a for a friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, for, you, for your special friend, Josiah. Um, I think it comes down to, I don't know if there's a black and white answer, but I feel like um, basically I think it depends on where you're at. Um, and I think one thing to remember is as a teenager, you've got an incredible season of your life where you can really 
um, focus on your relationship with God, setting a foundation for the rest of your life. Um, and so I think it's like high school years is a great time to really um, dig into God, really have that time to kind of um, like serve God and really set yourself up for your future. And so I think with that, um, it's not a bad thing to wait. I even like because I think a lot of teenage crushes come and go and like there is awesome stories of like high school sweethearts from 16 and whatever apparently that's out there but like I think with that I think it's that um, I don't know if, if it's real love I think it'll wait and so like whether like especially like till 18 or whatever is like not a bad thing to once you've actually got some stuff sorted to um, wait it out. However, though, if she's a really special and you feel like it's right, then that's probably a good conversation you can have with your youth pastor. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just that covers that question. We've got, we've got some questions from the audience now. Oh, man, there's so many. <laughs> Where do we start? That's a good thing. Okay, thanks for all the questions, yeah, by the way. very great, actually. It's good. Um, first one we'll start with is, does God forgive all sins? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's going there. Well, um, as a child, I didn't believe God could forgive robbers. I just felt like robbers were just in a category that was just unforgivable. Like, they're just like the like worst. They come in, they steal in your TV and your treasures and stuff. And I just really couldn't comprehend how God could forgive such um, bad people. However, I've learned that the grace of God is bigger than that. And God does forgive all sin. Um, we could go deep into the whole, like unforgivable sin and what what the unpardonable sin looks like and all that but I feel like that's also something we don't really need to worry on because it's like if your heart is wanting to repent and wanting that forgiveness then I think it shows that this is something that like yeah that they're totally like God is um that's you're not really in that category so it's fine so yeah totally I think um no matter what it is that like yeah, like if it's whatever, that God can totally forgive all sin. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Full stop. Um, before we continue on with these messages, like it's gone crazy. Wow. Like legit. I feel yeah. like that's what your phone's like all the time. Am I right, Jay? No. He wishes. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think this is a roasting session right now. Um, anyway, so we're going to go to our live audience. Does anyone... In the live audience, have a question like just that they'd be willing to speak into the mic. Where's the like um, cricket sounds? Yeah, you know? I'll, I'll add them in post. Everybody, oh, there's oh, someone here. Okay. We see that hand. Let's go, brother Stripe. See Josiah going. Hi, walking camera. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir, with the beard. Hey, how's it going? I'm just gonna <laughs> casually sit next to you. The man hey, child. Uh, so, what is your question? Um, who would win in a uh, free-for-all battle between the uh, three of you guys? <laughs> good, that's a good question. Wow. So who would win in a, f like, a just no limits, no Is holds it like just battle? 1v1? V1? No, yeah, it's 1v1, V1. Do we, do we have any secret powers? Can we have secret powers? Can we have one, two? Two yeah. secret powers each? Two, okay. All right. All right, I think we can start with choosing... The two secret powers, and then I feel like we can um, work out what, what do you reckon would happen? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know, wait. Uh, I want laser eyes. Can I have la laser eyes? 
Like, like eyes like you I go invisible and flying. Oh, that's... Wait, you've got laser... Oh, wait, so you've got a laser and you've got eyes. Is that your two things? <laughs> no. <laughs> is that a check, No, they're mate? like laser eyes. I already... Having eyes is not a superpower, Josiah. Come on, Josiah. <laughs> um, look, I, I feel like... Look, I, I, I don't... Without fully knowing your strengths and weaknesses, it's really hard to say. Um, if we need to make this happen later on, I guess we could do that. We could probably even live stream it to the world. I don't Let's know. Let's go. Yeah, right. It could be a special side episode. Maybe it could be like a taco episode. 4.5. Or 4.5. Yeah. 4.5. 4.5. <laughs> Freedom taco. <laughs> Spicy taco. Yes. Great. True. You guys are going down. <laughs> Next question. Jeez. <laughs> we didn't really <laughs> answer the question. Answer Sorry, is, Maddie. We don't know. <laughs> but probably me. Um, yeah. Because of yeah. like. Go for a debate, man. It's an answer. Yeah, I mean, true. Yeah. And that's what you're getting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Should Jesus be one of our closest friends? Yeah, look, definitely in your top eight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, possibly top four. Um, <laughs> no jokes. Um, totally. I think, I think totally Jesus is like, he's our Lord and Saviour, um, King, but also is our like best friend. Um, and so I think it's good to keep that in mind with all like, all that, like he is like our best friend, but he's not just like our best friend we call up when we're just like, um, needing help or like just randomly, like just when we've got nothing better to do and stuff, I think we've got to remember that he is still like the Lord of our life and all of that. And so it's like, yeah, totally he's our friend that we can call on and should be looking to and all of that. But it's um, so much more than that. But yeah, totally. Yep. So good. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite interaction you've had with God? My favourite interaction? It's an interesting choice of word. Um, look... I love a good um, encounter with God where I just get a little bit messed up. Um, probably my favourite, I remember one encounter I had with God was a youth camp. My, probably my first youth camp, I was running as youth pastor and I remember it was like, in the lead up, I was like stressed out of my brain and like the whole thought of logistics and being responsible for young people for a weekend scared me and it still does a little bit. But anyway, I remember like there's this Saturday night where like I felt like everything had gone wrong. But then there's this like moment where like literally uh, young people starting to get prayed for and just like the Holy Spirit was moving. And then I remember like myself, I was like, I want this, I need this. And I remember um, literally I'd never been like drunk in the spirit like that before where I kind of like had like my filters went and I kind of just really let loose and like just feeling such freedom um, and just really, it was, it was like, basically the picture was just like this night in the like lounge room where like literally God was just like, it was just like God the Father was just literally um, just playing with the kids where literally we just had such freedom just to kind of like experience God. And that was like a bit of a breakthrough, a bit of a uh, game changer in that way where it wasn't super intense. It was just literally experiencing the love of God um, there's other times I think just 
Um, all kinds of, like, sometimes the most random ones where literally God will just drop a word where I'll kind of like, whether it's praying for someone or God will just rock up and I'll be just like, bam, like really left of field and stuff. But all interactions are good. Cool. Nice. nice. I think we might... Does anyone else in the audience, like right now, have a question that they'd be willing to say over the mic? We may Maybe or not may not we've give got a one. real life answer. We have one. Maybe not like another versing series. Yeah, because that was hard to answer. <laughs> hey man, what is your question? What's better, Xbox or PS4? Oh, oh. here we go. Oh, that's a good question. Cut uh, to the camera. Um, to answer to you and the camera, um, I would say don't care. Like, I'm not really much of a gamer. <laughs> nice. So, like, um, can I say Switch? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. We've got another I Switch boy. I'm down. To just, throw, just throwing a um, curveball in there. Um, controversial. Um, but, look, literally, I I'm, can just be happy with games on my phone that I can just be addicted to for two weeks and then kind of, like, lose interest and then download the next one. Relatable. Just saying. Very nice. Yeah. Cool. Next text question. Uh, well, this one says, how long have you been a pastor? True. <laughs> um, Everyone's making fun of my accent. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Was that your accent? Nah. Is, is there any other words you words. say weird? Oh, there's plenty. <laughs> They'll keep on calling me out for it. You'll well, notice. Like, give me one. <laughs> Someone. Automatic. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm not saying it. Say automatic. Automatic. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Where does it come from? My parents. Okay. Typical millennium. Blame it on my parents. Um, am I right? Um, what, are we, what were we asking? How long? How many years? How many years? Um, many. Um, probably like seven. Seven-ish. Yep. Probably, probably about <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. That's, that's, that's my answer. Like, nice. without doing, like, exact ma like maths and stuff, I'm going to say around seven. And 32 seconds. Which is God's number, so it's cool. Seven is, yeah, crazy. Could be eight. I don't know. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll uh, do the math one day. Pick a question, Josiah. Yeah. Pick a question. Ooh. Legit, they went crazy. There's, if you even Jeez. press the song, there's even more. Someone named Josiah Cook is sent. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> sent, uh, He's back there. Just, just don't listen to him. Wow. I'm being harsh. What? So the question is, what does it mean to fully trust in God? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Gee, wizardry. Um, fully trust in God. I think that means... Um, particularly when it goes beyond what you think is right or what common opinion is to then actually trusting what God says and going with that. I feel like that's kind of what it looks like, going beyond our own, like, like it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So I feel like it's um, going beyond what your understanding or thinking is to like... Um, yeah, going with God, what God says above that. And I think it's that every situation type of thing. Um, and look, I don't know exactly. Like, I think it's like a journey of like 
fully doing that because I think we're all on that path and it's, yeah. 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 I felt, I felt like I had to say yeah also. Yeah. All right, so um, this question was interesting. Stood out to us. Yeah. Cool. It says, um, interesting how do you question. handle a situation where you're with non-Christian friends and they're grilling you because of your faith? Wow. I feel like you turn the tables and you, and you find some cheap shots that you can literally <laughs> just like grill them back on and just like roast them and then kind of like think about things they've said to you in confidence and like literally then start to throw that back at them, whether it be secrets, whether it be deep things that like they would hate for people to know. And then you start to fire it off and really start to burn some bridges that they'll never speak to you again. Um, and then I feel like you can then show them that you're right. Um, no, that's a joke. Not really. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. It'd be fun. Um, <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, no, I think it's one of those things that, like, it's sometimes we just have to cop it. Sometimes, like, we will get, like, people will enjoy having a good roast and kind of that we can be, like, on the receiving end. Um, and maybe that's just sometimes what the, like, like um, low-grade persecution looks like. And I think sometimes with it, we can, obviously it's great to have answers to try and defend stuff when people are kind of like, hey, you go to church and you have to do this and whatever, and you can't do that. And, but I think the best some thing sometimes is to own it and be like, yeah, we do, but I get to do that. And like, it comes back to perspective when people are like, you miss out on this and that. And you're like, no, 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 I get to do this. This is a choice. And um, I'm going to go to heaven and I'm not sure about your salvation right now. So, well, maybe no, don't turn it into eternal burn. And <laughs> um, but I think sometimes it's better. I think remember at the end of the day that people don't, what people don't understand, people often criticise. And so I think we sometimes you just have to cop it and realise that um, they don't know or understand some of this stuff and, and they won't unless they like have a relationship with God or understand this. And so you're sometimes better off just to laugh it off or kind of um, just cop it on the chin because I think sometimes later on down the track then people will actually ask questions seriously and come back. Um, but I think it's one of those things that in the moment it's better to um, actually keep that relationship and not to kind of burn those bridges so then it actually win their respect and honour that way. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, nice. nice. Quick question from one of the winning team members of our tribal wars. Oh my um, gosh. She says, do you want some Skittles? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. Come on up, winner member. Hey. hey there he is, Skittle boy. This was unexpected. No, I'm not mad about it, though. <laughs> this is great. I'm going to put some down here. No, I'm, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the offer. Anyone at home, if you want Skittles... I just send in your address and we'll um, mail it out. We'll, ma we'll yeah. mail you some Skittles. Uh, you can pay, pay postage. Po yeah, handling. they can pay postage. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, that's a fair call. Before we go into <laughs> another one, do we have another question from the actual audience? Because Ooh, another live audience let's question. Try and get like a serious one because yeah. the track record hasn't been too crash hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, we'll go over here and we'll make our way around. Oh, questions Damn. everywhere. Let's do it. Bam. Not that I'm answering him. What is the most important light part in your life about God or what God has done to you? Um, 
So that was the most important thing that God's ever done? Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, there's, there's probably lots of things that could be on that list. Potentially that, like, I've never been shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they won't get this. They won't that be. was an in-joke for those yeah. on the internet. Um, and I also haven't been... Um, eaten by a shark, but bigger than, than bigger than that, because potentially that could happen, but is the other side of that is salvation. And I think the, the fact that I've been set free from what I've been, um, from what I deserve and receive the grace of God and the fact that even despite all my failings and stuff that I've got a God that uh, loves me and that like I've been set free eternity, I think that's pretty up there. Yeah. That's good. Next question from down here. Ooh. Getting nice and comfy with the audience there, Josiah. Yeah, I'm, I'm blending in with the, with the kiddos. Kiddos. Have you ever got a serious injury and God has healed it straight away? Ooh, good Ooh. one. Um, does leprosy count? Uh, you've had leprosy? Yeah, no, not really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but that would make a great story. That would make an amazing story. But I, I don't want to be the guy on the internet that made up that he had leprosy and then it came out that he didn't and it'll just get awkward. So that's not off the record. On the record, I've never had leprosy. Um, no, I, I don't... I've ne never had any crazy sickness or injury that like I've had on the spot healing. Certainly at times where... Um, I've needed to kind of like, whether it be like like having a bad headache and needing to push through and kind of like just praying and then like literally minutes later I'm good and God's come through and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's probably, um, thankfully I've been, had generally really great health, so it's good. Yeah. Nice. Do we have another question? Over there? We have another question. Cool. Ooh, from the front do, row. Do, 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 do. Question. Mine's a two-part question. Oh, do you, do okay. you think Do you think the world could ever live, like, all believing in Jesus, and would you want that to be the case? Oh, so mm. there's, like, a bit of an opinion there, then a um, personal application. Yep, okay. Um, part A of the question. Um, I think it's totally possible. Like, I think, um, obviously... I think even today it's like so much uh, with technology and how connected the world is for like, like for salvation to reach throughout the world and to unreach people groups and everything. I think that's totally possible. I feel like with that though, um, obviously different prophecies and stuff and stuff in the Bible and all that is like, I don't know, I, I don't know where I'd actually stand, like how that would like look like and all of that, like I think um, totally with people like actually taking the gospel out and um, revivals and stuff, that could totally be something and yeah, absolutely, but I think having the other side of things is like obviously if you read Revelation, there's like Antichrist and all that type of stuff that's going to happen um, and so I think it's not until heaven that there's really going to be that time where like everyone together will be like in complete unity and right with God. 
Um, I think we can totally, though, like, some, I think sometimes people can think, well, it is what it is and people will do their own thing and stuff and kind of use it as an excuse not to reach people. But I think, t like, totally there's opportunity for us to see revival in places and to really see God sweep through and do something. And I think it just takes people to have that attitude and that heart and that kind of devotion to prayer and really, like, fully trusting God that totally that could be... Um, yeah, that possible to see God move and, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Do we have any other questions before we move on? Back to phone. Nope. Cool. All right. Phone uh, questions. Interesting. How do you stay strong when God is moving you in your calling and you don't really understand why it's happening? So how do you stay strong when... God is moving, is moving you... Okay, in your as, as in like position or moving what you're doing or transitioning. I don't even know. Look, I don't know. Yeah, look, I, I'll have a shot. I'll have a shot. If, if <laughs> that's wrong, crack. then you can just stand up and be like, no, that's not what I asked. True. And they could like, do cool. that. Um, I think it, that once again just comes back to trust. Um, and like faith isn't faith unless there's like risk attached to it and so sometimes it is that trusting God with stuff I think even for myself I've gone through a bit of a season of transition where I've kind of like moved into other areas at church and um, literally only handed on our youth ministry a few months ago um, and kind of like it's just looked different parts of my role and what I've been doing and everything and even with that that was quite scary um, because it's like this is what I knew this is what I was familiar with and all of that and then kind of like a certain sense of an unknown with what I'm doing next and different opportunities coming up and what I should do and take and stuff and so I think with that it's like once again trusting is God who he says he is can I trust what he's done in the past and I think we have to then sometimes go back to like God's track record of being like if he's got brought me through this then totally and kind of knowing is God good and uh, there's a quote about I remember hearing that like unless your foundation is fully built on that God is good then you'll lower your level of like what you think of God to your level of expectation and so I think it comes back to knowing that God is good and that he has good things for us and good plans that even if what's around us is contrary or we're in, in their space of the unknown we can then trust that yeah God's good and that he'll that he's got it whatever that looks like. That's good. Cool. Yeah. I hope that answered their question. <laughs> if not, just text back and abuse him. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, this is interesting. What's your favourite youth game and why? Ooh. Ah, that old chestnut, eh? <laughs> um, look, a classic for us for many years was one we called Nudie Volleyball. Um, quite controversial especially in the Safer Church's era. Um, but what it, what it actually looked like was using a raw chicken, um, that a chicken not cooked, um, nude if you would. Not that chickens ever wear clothes, but like, um, and basically have everyone, you have two teams, people have like, everyone's holding uh, and like in pairs an end of a um, tea towel. And basically it's just like volleyball except you're using a raw chicken and you've got to fly it over the net and catch it in your tea towels. And then, um, yeah, like if it hits the ground on the other side, they get a point and all of that. 
And it's just really fun because, like, at the end, there's just, like, raw chicken all throughout your, like, church building and you just pray that you don't have a salmonella breakout. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that's a classic. Um, what else is good? I feel like it's a classic, like, egg blow. That one's always good, you know, with the... Um, tubing and you have raw eggs in there and oh. you've got to like put your oh, yeah, someone yeah, puts yeah. a mouth on each end and try and oh. blow and always get the other almost pass out yeah, yeah. But, um, preferably not but yeah <laughs> totally nice um all right this one says what are key things that you need to do to have a really strong relationship with god yeah good it's a good that's a good basic simple question um i think it comes back to having your own, number one, um, having your own personal relationship with God. And I think if you think to any good relationship, um, it equals quality time. And so that means having time where you can actually um, spend time with God in his presence, in like worship, in, with praying, with like talking to God, with reading his word. Um, you've got to have space for that and you've got to make that a priority. You can't, like, no relationship or friendship is really going to do well or do the distance if you don't make it a priority. And so it's choosing to make that a priority in your own life and making time for it and making that work. Um, so I think that's, like, number one. And remembering, like, with any, like, talking to anyone, it's a conversation not just a dialogue like it's is it dialogue not a monologue so with that you listen to God as well as just not just read out like a Sanders list of everything you want and stuff um, and the other side of it I think is community it's like it like obviously have your own personal relationship with God but it's have the community um, around you so being in a great youth ministry being in a connect group being in a church having great friends around you that can support you in it uh, I think it's totally true, that whole thing, that you're a product of the uh, five top friends you're around. And so with that, you've got to have guys that are going to encourage you with that um, and keep holding you on track. Um, so basically, yeah, it's, it comes back to having that community around you because we're never meant to do relationship with God or be a Christian like in isolation or as a lone wolf. It, just things get weird when you're by yourself and stuff. It's just gets into a dark place and it's just like weird ideas come out. So get around people. So I think it's the community and it's your own personal relationship with God, like keeping that stuff a priority. And I feel like that can totally um, hold you up. Nice. Um, let's get an audience question. Does anyone have a question Ooh, another in the audience. audience? A live one. We want to keep it. Does anyone fresh? Yeah. Change it up a little bit. You gotta Anyone? have a fresh burrito. No one oh, likes a soggy fresh burrito. Beard boy oh, is he's back. Is it something about a jewel? Is it actual? Like a jewel? Like a, a okay? Good, good, good. I don't know what's going on right now. Hi, Hopefully I'm it's back. getting rowdy. Hey, what's your question, buddy? Um, are you friends with any uh, non-Christian people, and uh, if so, do they treat you differently? Oh, okay, Ooh, interesting. Um, part A, yes, yes I am. Um, something I'd make sure that's a priority, that like this is like not just something I preach, but actually make sure I um, do that myself. Um, so yeah, I've got people in my world that are 
some have different faiths, some have no faith, some people are like kind of in their own zone working stuff out. Um, do they treat me differently? Um, I think some do, just because like there is that difference of ideas and opinions and stuff and we'll kind of like have different preconceived ideas about like knowing what I think about different things and stuff. But then I think the flip side, there's some that like are just cool with it, that it like they know me enough to know that like um, like having a different faith or having faith to them not is not something that's going to change our friendship or relationship. So, yeah. Okay, this is um strange. Would like a coffee, Dave? Question mark. That's what someone put. Would you like a coffee? <laughs> Would I like a coffee? Are you actually? Is someone yeah. actually going to bring a coffee here if he says yes? I no, I'll, I'll, yes, I will have a coffee. Um, <laughs> probably just a um, almond latte, um, half strength, with <laughs> two sugars um, and a shot of vanilla. There you go. Thanks a lot. Coffee and you got boy. one. No, not really. Just a latte is fine. Thank you. What a legend. Appreciate you, Jesse. Give a round of applause for Jesse. Yeah, give it up for Jesse. He's been making co coffees he, all weekend. And yeah, he's gone they've crazy. Been pretty good. If there's and anyone else at boy. home playing along, certainly send in your um, coffee orders. Send in, send in your address we'll send you, and, and your coffee order. Bam, we'll, we'll pay send postage. It to you. Pay postage. Can't guarantee totally. they'll be hot when you get it, though. <laughs> I mean, we can put hot pockets, but that won't do anything. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, anyway, what chapter in the Bible do you recommend for people just starting to read the Bible? Oh, good one. Um, probably Leviticus <laughs> chapter <laughs> 4. I feel like that'll really just help set a solid foundation and really um, maybe even, or uh, yeah, probably be <laughs> Revelation <laughs> chapter 11. Um, I feel like just to really throw a spanner in the works and see if they're really legit. Uh, not really, jokes. Um, I feel like, not so much a chapter, but I reckon any of the Gospels, like, or even just Luke, starting off in Luke's, like a great kind of like beginning to end, like for the life of Jesus and stuff. I think there's like packed full of good stuff. Um, or even Romans. Romans is like, I feel like really helps spell out like what salvation looks like and really kind of like make some things clear. So I feel like any of those are like right, great in, to begin with or any time, but really helps set a bit of a foundation of stuff to really kind of um, make stuff clear. But, as, but um, Leviticus is a great book, so. Um, I think Josiah had a recommendation over here. Did I? Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's like Judges 3. It's the part where like King Eglon gets like a dagger into Wait, his I think fat the audience, stomach. audience <laughs> recommends Song of Songs. <laughs> yeah, someone recommends Song of Songs. Yeah, totally. Um, and so I feel like that's um, some great inspiring poetry there um, and can really, if you're over 18, then um, indulge a little. No, not really though. That'd <laughs> yeah. be a weird book to start with. Without For context. Sure. <laughs> Do we have an audience question? We have another audience oh. question. Anything, Ooh, anyone else? We've got one here. Is <laughs> anyone else like wanting to know anything? 
We can talk about whatever you like. We can talk about online shopping. Um, we can talk about... I recommend ASOS. You, you, are they ASOS? <laughs> no. <laughs> we can talk about um, Jay's favourite hair products. Um, where to get them? Uh, Woolies. Woolies brand. Woolies. Woolies like home brand gel. Works wonders. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't have any hair to like use gel on. <laughs> but thanks okay, anyway, just so. What's your question? So... As a youth pastor, have you ever encouraged anyone to become a Christian? Encourage someone to be a Christian. Encourage someone to be a Christian. Um, yeah, as a Christian youth pastor, it is something that I have done many a times. Um, I love the any opportunity to be able to, especially personally, invite people in. Like I love being able to preach and most messages will have a time of invitation for people to become a Christian, um, which is always inspiring and um, incredible to be in that position, knowing that there's young people that have invited their friends along or someone could have been on that journey um, and that that's a moment that I get to actually um, help them in that part in making a decision. Um, but I also love one-on-one -on -one when being able to just chat with people and then being like whether uh, sometimes I remember even like driving a young person home and being able the opportunity to pray there on the spot and um, in other settings and stuff. Um, I think it's incredible privilege and honour to be able to be um, do that, especially one-on-one, -on -one, to play that type of role and be able to help someone with that. So, yeah. Cool. Nice. Another question. Why should we listen to and respect our leaders? Good question. Why should we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let every man do what you want. Um, I think, number one, because it's biblical. Um, I think that anyone that thinks that they've got it all together and don't need to listen to anyone else and stuff, um, like you, you're at the beginning of like a mess... Um, and so I think if we want to be leaders, if we want to be following God, then it means that we are going to have to humble ourselves and honour and respect leaders that God's placed in front of us and above us. I think that's just a biblical model and stuff that God has. Um, I think if we're always constantly wanting to be independent and do our own thing, then it's not going to end too well. But I think um, if we want to become, like it says in the Bible, if you want to be wise and grow off the wise, and so part of that is we, we need leadership, we need to be able to actually um, learn and to grow and to expand ourselves, and I think um, part of that is then like first, if we want to be respected and if we like actually for ourselves be leaders one day and to grow, then that we need to first example that of what that looks like. And even as leaders, we always still need others above us that can actually, uh, that we can continue to be grown from. And um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Nice. Cool. Um, this says, do you get stage fright? And how do you deal with it? Do I get stage fright? Jesse Ooh. coming in clutch with oh, the, coffee. the coffee. Hello, come on now. That was like a t total of like two minutes 40, if that. Well done. Record dealing coffee. Um, thanks, man. Is it good? That's the question. Solid. Solid. Um, very coffee-like, milky, um, caffeinated, num, 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 num. And I give that a solid eight coffee beans out of ten. 
Ooh. Ooh. No, but possibly more. I don't know. It's just the first sip, but it's great. And what are we talking about? Stage fright. Stage fright. How do you deal with it? How do you do deal you with it? Do I get it? Um, yeah, I think sometimes I have moments, well, not so much stage fright, but probably just nerves of getting up and in front of speaking in front of people. Um, not so much regularly. I'm not kind of like beforehand, like sweating my guts up, like about to vomit. Um, I think partly... I think growing up performing and kind of like loving theatre and um, being just naturally confident in front of a group of people, probably even more confident in front of a group than sometimes one-on-one or in a small group setting, Um, just naturally just kind of how wired, I guess. Uh, But there is probably moments sometimes where I'm like flipping out first time in a different context or I remember even last year I was preaching in a... um, local high school um, with like hundreds and hundreds of students and this was like a lot most of them wouldn't have been Christian and so I remember that was like a little bit uh, just nerves of like really not wanting to screw it up and like wondering what they're all thinking of me at this um, yeah big private school in our city and stuff and so I think the thing with that is just being confident number one being prepared knowing that like if this is something that God's called me to then just being okay with it um, and the other thing is, I think, is a bit of that confidence thing. Sometimes you just have to make that decision that inside you might be full of butterflies, but then kind of like just choosing to speak confidence, speaking faith. Even sometimes when I'm not even 100% on what I'm speaking, I'll just speak faith into what I believe God wants to do and say. And kind of, I think it just helps set that um, tone for, uh, yeah. Nice. That's good. Before we go on to a question on here. Any more audience questions? Oh, throwing back to oh, the audience. We oh, more. we got them everywhere. We got some more. Three, we got three. Wow. We got some more. Before we oh, go, I'm four. just going to... Wow, let's Damn, smash let's just, them. Just going to fix up the camera real quick. <laughs> oh, just fixing the camera view there. No, we got it. Beard boy number two. Hello. <laughs> what is your question? <laughs> That's good. Is there something spiritual about a ham and cheese croissant? <laughs> Real um, to the gentleman in the front... Uh, tall Paul, is that right? Uh, <laughs> um, absolutely, oh yes, there is. Uh, I believe that there's something of the uh, heavens um, that has been poured into every great croissant, um, topped off with the uh, midding, middle filling of uh, ham and cheese. Um, but if you want to throw something demonic in, throw some tomato and absolutely ruin that straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Uh, just keep that in mind um, like it, and I think it just shows how easy it is that like one bit of sin how quickly that can then permeate and ruin the whole thing just like if you want to um, add um, olives or anchovies to pizzas ruin the whole thing right there but yeah that's my answer you're right <laughs> who else was going you two bam anyone else oh my goodness there's many questions this person, Simon, hey, it's a frequent question. When did you become a Christian? When did I become a Christian? Um, I feel like I always have been, partly by default, um, but I feel like for myself, a real conscious thing about wanting to be like 24-7 in my faith and like make it like a bigger priority was probably when I was like 13, 14 in high school, so yeah. Nice, Dick. Um, do you follow AFL, and if you do, who do you think will win the grand final? Ooh, two-parter there. 
Um, I do, but not pretty loosely, not as much as others in my family. Uh, but I do barrack for the uh, Tigers. And um, absolutely, <coughs> this, is, this is their season, this is their time, this is their moment. And I think they're really anointed to um, go far. Mind you, I'll still be absolutely okay and we'll get out of bed the next day if they um, don't come through. Just to clarify. Next question. If you've ever been on a missions trip, have, what did it change in your life? Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Missions trip. Uh, I actually believe my whole life is a missions trip um, because we're constantly on mission and constantly called to preach the gospel wherever we go. However, uh, I've never actually been to like a third world country or anything like that on a traditional missions trip. Um, but I feel like for myself, um, every year, the last six years or something, I've done a week down in schoolies, like with Red Frogs, which is serving those guys. And I remember the first year I did that, that was a real game changer in real reawakening my passion for young people and reaching people and like just with God using me in that sense. So yeah, that was something that like was real significant, especially in a season of kind of reworking out some of my faith and what like where I was at, that that was a real um, bit of a uh, stirrer for me. So yeah. Yeah, nice. Next question. Two questions. Oh, another <laughs> double one. I'm not sure if we can They're allow not related, it. They're though. <laughs> okay. Um, What's the hardest part about being a youth pastor? And then would you consider us to be God's mortal instruments? Okay. So part one, hardest thing about being a youth pastor um, is probably um, the tension between, like, obviously needing to um, reach and, and stay relevant for teenagers but then also having the respect of everyone else and kind of being in that middle zone um, and dealing with parents and permission forms and policies and oh and issues and risk assessments um, I feel like they're like just headaches all like in one beautiful package called uh, youth ministry um, like love each of them equally no, that's not true, but like I feel like is, um, I think it's probably the, the challenge of dealing with so much in youth ministry. It's not just like preaching and it's not just running games and kind of like that element of like, um, yeah, it, it's like a, just a full on season of like, uh, mind you, I love the challenge and the opportunity of like teenagers. I feel like are an incredible opportunity where they are most in the zone to be able to fully be used by God to do something great. So it's an incredible honour to be able to be able to serve in that season. And what was the second half? Um, would you consider us to be God's mortal instruments? What do you mean by that? Um, like, do you mean like us as in all of us here? And like everyone. Yeah. People in general. Yeah, totally. So when you say mortal instruments, you mean like being <laughs> just vehicles being used by God type of deal? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah? Cool. Um, yes. Yes, I would. I think we're totally... Um, God uses people, um, and that, that's what we get to do. So, totally. Yeah? Yeah, nice. Nice. 
Well, uh, we're out of questions in the phone, actually. Wow, we're out of phone questions. I know, we smashed through it, honestly. Um, I had to, to keep some out because they're not really relevant to what we're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you have a deep burning question, Jay? Hmm? Do, do you have one yourself? Do you know I that question one? I asked before? It was for Jay, actually. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Her name is Stratocaster. She's back there. <laughs> ah, the guitar, classic. No need to point that out, jeez. <laughs> Calm down. Cool. <laughs> Make it awkward, don't you? Anyway, so, so I guess if we're out of questions, I'm not going to ask VeggieTales stuff. But uh, what is your opinion on VeggieTales? Let's just... Um, <laughs> all right, let's, let's just go there. Let's just unpack it. They don't have hands. <laughs> they don't have like, hands. Like, how do they move stuff and, like, why didn't they get hands? Like, if you're going to go as far as having talking vegetables with, like, eyes and nose and mouths, wouldn't you give them hands? And if you're going to give them hands, wouldn't you give them, like, arms? Like, probably not, don't have to be huge arms and stuff, but, like, just feels more natural. Like, you know, in bits where you'd see them bounce a ball or, like, throw something and whatever, it just, just feels weird and unnatural. Like, they, they, they don't have hands to be able to do that. Um... Like, I don't know, I feel like if you're going to go that far, why don't you do that? Um, but having said that, maybe that's just the cool thing that is VeggieTales. You've got veggies that don't have hands, yet they still seem to um, get by and can be still used by God to do great stuff. And so I think that's inspiring. And I think it just shows that, like, if God can use a tomato or an asparagus, then, like, he can use me, you and me. So... Uh, I feel like that's a lesson for us all. I just had a revelation. If they don't have hands, how do they flick open the Bible? Telekinesis. Telekinesis. There is actually audio, audio Bible and stuff. And, I think and they've that's, got that computer at the end I of the episode. I think that's why it's so important. Is it bad if I say I haven't resources. watched VeggieTales ever? That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I, I feel like you totally haven't watched Veggie Tales. Yeah, I haven't. And I feel like it either answers a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. So you don't know anything about the bunny? No. The bunny? I know nothing. Oh, we love the bunny. <laughs> I didn't eat my bread or my soup, just the bunny. The bunny. Okay, yeah. someone's just playing. No, Can we? None of yeah, that. thanks. <laughs> Uh, well, we got a good question here. Mm. How much time should you spend a day praying? Um, that probably depends on your age, your gender, um, how far along in your faith you are. Um, but generally, if you're a teenager in Kyabram, um, I would say totally between three to four hours. 24 hours. Um, but then there's also a verse in Philippians to uh, pray continually or pray without ceasing. So that answer would be to never stop. Um, however, a somewhat serious answer that you're probably looking for, um, I would say totally I think you should at least have like, at least begin with like a five, ten minutes of solid prayer. Like obviously it's great to pray wherever you go and like whenever you have a moment, but I feel like at least begin somewhere and it's for you if it's like finding five or ten minutes at the beginning of your day start with that um i remember once hearing a sermon like as a teenager like some pr pastor was like 
talking about they prayed two hours a day and I'm like, oh yeah, I've got to be praying for two hours a day if I want to change the world. And then I got up early to do it one day and then it kind of just all went down from there and I felt like I was a failure. But it's like, I think what's better is just to be consistent, be be consistent with the small and start with that and then um, let that grow from there rather than kind of like set this idea of like wanting to be Reinhard Bonnke and then praying for four hours and then not really doing four minutes. So... What are some tips into in uh, becoming a leader? Tips into becoming a leader. Um, I think just beginning, beginning with where you're at. Look for um, start small. Um, if you're wanting opportunity to uh, lead, just like ask the church, find an area that you can serve in. Maybe it's in youth. Um, find something that can be done, whether it is coming in early after school and helping setting up stuff. Or uh, maybe it's like another time that you can come in and volunteer. Um, as well as that, I think choose to be a leader wherever you are. So maybe in, in your high school, find a way that you can be able to be used by God or to serve or do something. I think the other thing with it is um, find, le- like, find leaders and serve them. Like I think that, that like we said earlier, that like if you want to be a great leader, find great leaders to follow and literally just allow, I think the other thing is, allow leaders and people to speak into your life, be teachable, uh, be able to ask questions of what can I grow in, what can I, uh, what do I need to, um, areas I need to work on, what, what are growth areas that I can um, keep uh, looking to expand my capacity, ask questions like that and then I think you're opening yourself up to grow and to, um, yeah, be bigger than what you are. Nice, cool. Well, I reckon we'll end all the questions I think, now. I think we're done. Mm. Whoa, that's the end. We've hit it. We've done it, yeah. So, um, wow. I reckon if any of you guys out in the audience, if you want to ask more questions, ask um, Pastor Dave here. Feel free to just ask him after this when we're done. I'm sure he'd be happy to answer. Yeah. yeah. No, I would. Yeah. If anyone in the audience, if you're near Bendigo, come visit East Church. Yeah, Connect Church, hit us up. Uh, check us out on the interwebs or on the socials. Um, or if you're passing through town, especially 5 p.m., it's our like youth and young adult aim service, and um, it's always fun and stuff. So get around it. There you go. Nice. Um, sometimes we even serve up pasta after the service. Pasta. I mean, Pastor Dave Dolan. <laughs> Spaghetti. So harsh. You guys are so harsh. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. As we always do. Well, let's plug our socials first. Let's plug our socials. At Freedom Youth Kai <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, at freedommemes.exe on Instagram for top quality memes. Some uh, ones. At freedom underscore youth underscore girls for the girls. Yep. Yeah, uh, boys one. That's the memes. Uh, yeah. Memes are for the boys. Yeah, the boys. Um, <laughs> and that's obviously, so sexist in 2019. <laughs> I can't believe that's even allowed. Wow. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> um, memes are for everyone. Yes. <laughs> what is that to, my what did I feel like I had to say that? I don't even know. Um, of course, you can watch this on YouTube. Oh, You're probably watching it on YouTube Freddie already. Freddie Kai Abram. Remember to hit 
subscribe, slap that notification bell. <laughs> Leave a like, <laughs> add some comments, I don't know. Can yeah. both boys and girls watch? Hmm? Is that both genders allowed? Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Just checking is inclusive. We'd probably get like kicked off YouTube if we did that anyway. True. Anyway, Good. as tradition of Freedom Burrito, Josiah, what would you like to say? Quick the music down just a bit. Thanks, man. So, if you don't know, in every episode, we have a very uh, thoughtful uh, insight to give. Okay, so, so we've had some, some rippers in the past, and today's one is no exception. Leather pants are uncomfortable, and fabric softener exists. But if you put them together, it doesn't make the pants taste any better. This has been Freedom Burrito with me and Jay and Pastor Dave Doolan. Catch you guys later. Yeah. Bye. 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 Check out my podcast. It's called Spicy Cressadella. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming next fall. Please do make a podcast. That'd be cool. Maybe I will. That'd be cool. Maybe. Anyway, thanks for your time, too. And no. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the coffee. And the Skittles. I know. We got such a great audience. Thanks, audience. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks audience. Thanks, Thanks for the questions, even though some are pretty.